Welcome into the Friday edition of the fastest growing and strongest conservative talk show in the state of South Carolina, the Palmetto Family Matters show, Mitch Prosser, and our most recurring guest ever on the show. He's officially surpassed a member of the upper chamber of the state house. Attorney General Alan Wilson joins us. Always boosting ratings right now. We're, I, I'm, like, I'm the Tom Hanks of this podcast. I think Tom Hanks has the record for the most Saturday Night Live appearances. Does he really? Is it, Either is, he or Steve Martin. I think that's, isn't it John Goodman? I don't know, but there was they did a sketch one year years ago that yeah. you know that you're the five timer club. So right, um, well, that's you're, you're in the club. That's you're in the club sure. for yeah. sure. The reason we have you on today, though, is not actually to talk about judicial reform today. We'll get to that another time. Surprise! Surprise! Oh. <laughs> and it's not even to talk about like pro life legislation. Surprise! It's about two efforts that you are involved in slash championing with your colleagues from around the country. So, Mitch, I give you the option. Do you want to talk about? AI-related child sexual abuse material first, or do you want to talk about uh, inappropriate performances in front of children? Great. It's like choosing... Yeah, Schrodinger's yeah, cat. Go yeah. for it. Uh, you know what? <laughs> Attorney General, which one would you like to talk about first? Why don't we, do, why don't, why don't we talk about something that's very unifying? Um, I, yeah. I recently yep. led a letter, um, and you know we live in a very hyper-politically polarized world, mm-hmm. And I just led a letter where 50 states, all 50 states and four territories, including the District of Columbia, signed on to this letter to Congress. And what the Mm -hmm. point of the letter was is it was asked Congress to address some of the potential loopholes in the federal legislation that protects children from child exploitation online. Um, we also need to do it at the state level in yeah. the respective states, including here mm-hmm. in South Carolina. Right. But when you know you get a very diverse group of attorneys general from around the country who are across the political spectrum, they can agree on protecting kids, um, at least as it relates to AI. The, the next mm-hmm. issue we'll talk about, they don't agree with us on. But right. when it comes to AI, they they do agree. So here's 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 the issue. It is it is a crime to obviously take a video or a photo of an actual child engaging in a sexual act. Right. Correct. Okay. And that is right. that is in the law. Yeah. Um, but there's this new innovative, disruptive technology that everyone's now talking about called AI, mm-hmm. okay, artificial mm-hmm. intelligence. Mm-hmm. And I, what I've described it as, AI is in 2023 what the Internet was in 1993 uh, yeah. as it relates to society. It changed society forever. Yeah. Right? The way the automobile uh, a century ago changed society then. This is a great disruptive event. Now, there's a lot of positives to this. Like There's a lot of positives to the Internet a lot of positives to motor vehicles. Sure. There's a lot of positives to AI, and it's going to help us do so many more things, but there's a lot of negative that comes with right. it. So we've all recently talked about ChatGPT and mm-hmm. how you can have a, a, an AI program write a paper. Mm-hmm. Um, AI can also do other things. It can it can replicate or recreate someone's voice or their image or their likeness. And you've seen deep fakes where you could have a deep fake of an elected official or celebrity doing something horrific or saying something horrific, and they never said it or did it, but it's it looks like them, and you can't distinguish them from the the AI generated right. image. Right. Well, what if you have a predator or a pedophile, someone who seeks to exploit children online, using that technology to cre- take 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 a photo of your child off of Facebook, mm-hmm. off a family mm-hmm. Facebook yep. picture or a video from camp or something, sure. and then use your child's likeness or your child's image and recreate a, a, a video or an image of them, of your child, engaging in a sexualized position. Now, the way the laws are written, your child never actually was right. engaged in that conduct or being right. taken uh, exploited directly. Um, 
digitally they were. Right. But the laws are, are written in a way that, that could be problematic in a prosecution. So we're asking Congress to say, hey, look, you could have a scenario where someone takes a video or an image of a child that is perfectly innocent and then uses AI software to replicate that child engaged in something that is uh, horrible. Here's another thing that could happen. People could actually do a video of a child engaging in a sexual act, right. and the child doesn't even exist. It's a completely created right. image of a child, mm-hmm. and it's a 10-year-old doing something. Now, if you were to prosecute that person, that person would say, whoa, whoa, wait a second. Mm-hmm. I never, that kid doesn't exist. There is no victim. It's a victimless crime. It's, so there's nothing illegal about that. Right. But what you're doing is is if, if you can exploit that loophole, you can create AI-generated child porn which feeds the demand for real child porn right. in the marketplace on, online. Yeah. And so we want to study this issue. I mean, obviously, people have First Amendment rights to do things, uh, but at the same time, we don't want to feed the demand for something that can be harmful to children, and so we need to right. address that. And so that's what that letter was about, and that's what we're talking about today. It's fascinating that you bring that up with the image and likeness, and, you know, it's college football season, and yeah. for for a decade or more, there's been this battle over football players and their name, image, and likeness, so mm-hmm. much so now that we've created a special division, and they can have the opportunity to uh, use their name, image, and likeness to their mm-hmm. advantage, which is mm-hmm. their prerogative. And, and, and I'm not speaking to that. I, I just think it's fascinating how, and I'm grateful that 50 plus four uh, attorneys general have decided that it's time to ask Congress to move on this. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to me, though, that there would be some that would balk at this idea. They would, I mean, we, we protected an entire group of athletes in college sports but there are those that would balk at the idea. There are people out there that balk at the idea of protecting children and their fa- their face, their image uh, from this. So I'm just so grateful that you're doing it. I'm grateful that it, the, your voice and other voices are being heard on this issue. And I think it's extremely important for those of you out there to hold the line on this issue. I, I, I do want to say one thing, and I want to get in front of this, because I was on the radio the other day. Someone actually raised the issue, says, now you're a conservative, small government guy. Aren't you worried about creating – you know, enlarging government. And I said, this is what I compare it to. I said, Mm -hmm. 100, 115 years ago, uh, the automobile came around. There were no laws that governed. There were no traffic laws. The technology got in front of the law, and the law had to catch up to the technology. 35-plus years ago, when the Internet was coming on the scene, there were no laws dealing with Internet privacy, no privacy Mm -hmm. privacy laws dealing with, you know, you being on the Internet. And so technology got in front of the law. The law has to catch up Mm -hmm. to it. That's right. We're not trying to enlarge government. We're trying to make sure that the laws account for the development of this innovative but disruptive technology and that we Mm -hmm. can adequately protect children. So I'm not trying to increase the power of government. What I'm trying to do is I'm trying to tailor the power of government to go after people who are seeking to exploit kids and harm kids. And so that's the number one job that we have in our positions is to protect the public, especially those who are most vulnerable. I have have an issue when people who claim to be conservative somehow balk at the idea of government needing to protect people and specifically protect children. I think if you take that argument, and I'm always about the extrapolation, if you extrapolate that out to its uttermost ends, uh, I don't think you have a government that really works – for the people with these with these actions that you're that you and your colleagues are hoping Congress begins to look at and take there there are three examples that you've listed here and that have been listed in this article written in the Associated Press the first is that you take an image of a child from uh, Facebook uh, 
someone's Facebook page and you a child who's not a victim a child who's right. not a victim and right. you and you and you take the image of a of a random child pardon me <clears throat> and you use it in an AI generated way and then there's another example where you create a you create a child's image out of whole cloth in AI it's not a real child and you just use it um, how in your legal opinion that might be towing the line here how would those be written is that a, is that would that be would that be libel? Would that be defamation? Would that be slander? Is that a criminal offense, or could it just be charged in civil court well, if you use? There, there are obviously. We're not saying there aren't legal remedies on the civil sure. side. Um, sure. Obviously, if you can meet the elements for defamation, mm-hmm. um, but we're talking about criminal statutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and in the the criminal statutes always going to be interpreted against the enforcement, you know, by the right. state or the government. Right. And so we want to make sure that the the criminal laws that go after these these types mm-hmm. of people, the kind of person who would create a video of a child engaging in a horrific sex act with yeah. a grown man and then criminal. put that on the internet, even if it was a made up kid or a, a replicated child, um, that kind of person's not stopping there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so we yeah. we we want we want to protect our kids, and that that is what drives me. Um, I don't know if you want to keep talking about AI, but you said something a minute ago that would be a great pivot to the other issue I'm dealing with. Yeah, of course. So you talked about there are people out there that would balk at protecting children. Right. So here's here's what happened in Tennessee. Mm -hmm. Um, So I recently led an 18-state coalition to support the Tennessee Attorney General's effort Mm -hmm. to defend the, um, basically it was an act that was passed in Tennessee. Um, It was designed to uh, protect children from seeing uh, sexualized performances, and obviously, I have a, a copy of the law. It's called the Adult Entertainment Act, yeah. and so the General Assembly in Tennessee passed a law that basically made it uh, illegal for a person to engage in a, an, an adult act um, that basically included things like nudity, sexual excitement, sexual conduct, excessive violence, or sadomastic abuse. Okay, that is what was in the law. Yeah. Okay. In the passage of that law, there were both critics and supporters of the law that said that were using as an example of drag sh- yeah, drag of course, shows. Of course, right? Lowest like, common denominator. Yeah, so every time. Yeah, yeah, both critics and opponents were using that as an example. Mm-hmm. Well, the court latched onto that and said the, ju- the the legislature has passed a law based on an impermissible purpose, targeting a group of people. Mm-hmm. But we made the argument that. Nowhere in the law does it target drag shows. It it describes entertainment that involves nudity, sexual excitement, sexual conduct, excessive violence, sadomastic abuse. Now, it's funny. The critics of this law that wanted it um, thrown out think we're attacking are, drag shows. Are they overplaying their hand? But that, thank you. Yeah. I just said shows that involve nudity, yeah. sexual excitement, sexual conduct, sadomastic abuse. None of that happens. Well, you're attacking drag shows. Yeah. Are they grossly misinformed? I'm going to throw another option out there, and I said this, not you. Are they morons, or are they overplaying their hand? Yes. Yeah, okay. Um, but So a federal district judge in the state of Tennessee enjoined that law from going into effect. The Tennessee attorney general, I reached out to him. He's a good friend of mine. I uh, said, I want to leave a friend of the court brief, an amicus brief in support of you, and we got 18 states to join to have that injunction overturned so the law can go in effect at the Court of Appeals. We were on a brief at the front end of that with our Crown Part in Tennessee with facts, David Fowler, mm-hmm. doing an outstanding job there. We were on the uh, front end of that as well. So, I mean, we're very familiar with this. It, it Once again, in, a, in, a, in what world are we living in where people are like, time out. We don't think it's okay for you to protect children – or vulnerable people from this sort of thing. Right. And then they relabel it like Florida, 
they say gay, I make it rhyme a little bit better. They package it in a way that everyone thinks that's what it says. And then you hear the people in the checkout line at the grocery store saying, well, that's what it says, right? No, no, that's not what this says at all. This does not say we're banning drag shows. Now, if if drag shows fit into that. So that that's what we call the straw man fallacy Absolutely. argument. When you're arguing with someone and you're attacking their argument, but what you do is, is you create a straw man version of their argument. That's not really the point they're making. And then you mm-hmm. attack the straw yeah. man. What, like in the in the Florida bill, which yeah. is not the don't say gay bill. No, of course not. It, you know, it basically prohibits you from talking about gender, ideology, and sexuality. So up K until through third grade. Third grade, yeah. right? From, for eight years and younger, yeah. you can't talk about the straight or gay or anything. Man. You teach reading, writing, arithmetic. And the critics of that said they created a straw man. You can't say the word gay. And then they attacked that. Right. Of course. This is what they did in Tennessee. In fact, just a second ago, you had mm-hmm. the state paper article pulled up. Oh, and the headline it. on the state yes. paper, what does it say? SC's chief prosecutor steps in to defend Tennessee drag show law in order uh, in court dispute. Yeah, a drag show law. law. It's not a drag show law or drag show ban. Now, if a, if a bunch of drag show performers are nude or doing sexualized stuff they would fall under it but so would a bunch of heterosexual heterosexual people coming in doing the same thing now if if a drag show performer wants to dress like a golden girl and come in and read it in a local library and it's not involving nudity or sexualized performances i suppose they could do that but i'm not trying to be funny but the point is is that mrs doubtfire's gone yeah mrs doubtfire's gone right or there's that dustin hoffman movie um I forget what it was. It's yeah. from the early '80s. You know what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, I think and, so. But the the point is is and this is people who will say, why is Alan Wilson going to Tennessee to defend Tennessee's law? Because at the heart of this is does the does the does a state legislature have a right yeah. to protect kids? And this could go to the U.S. Supreme Court. So I'm going to Tennessee to defend their law there. Because if the court doesn't rule correctly, then South Carolina's General Assembly will not be able to do similar types of laws protecting kids right. here. Sure. So you'd go on the offense there to defend our ability to Absolutely. do it here. And we've done it We've done it on a myriad of issues, whether it's been that pro-life front for, mm-hmm. goodness gracious, almost 40, 50 years, and, and, and several other fronts along, along the way. So once again, thank you for what you're doing to lead the charge on this. Um, I think if, if there's one thing that Palmetto Family – has been known for and will continue to be known for, it is that we will protect the innocent. We will stand as a voice for the voiceless. And we're not, I'm just so grateful that you are right there doing that here from the state of South Carolina. First of all, the Dustin Hoffman movie, was it Tootsie that you're thinking Tootsie. of? Tootsie. <laughs> Thank you for you're people welcome. over the, the age of 40. You're welcome. Here. Yeah. And second, well, that's called a Google search, Mitch. Second, <laughs> secondly, uh, just want to circle back to the beginning. Before we go any further, Aren't at the beginning, we mentioned, sorry, we mentioned <laughs> Saturday Night Live host. You are our Alec Baldwin. Sorry. Is he really the longest? 17. He has hosted holding, 17 times. Well, that's what, he was doing the Trump thing, so he got a lot of... Well, no, they, these are guest host appearances. Guest host, host so not host, appearing. Host appearance. Just as host, Alec Alec Baldwin, 17. Steve Martin, 16. Hold. John Goodman, 13. I was holding Bill Murray over I here. thought Tom, Tom Hanks, Hanks was up there. Tom Hanks has got 10. No, Bill Murray was a cast member. Right. But, but only for like a year. Yeah. Yeah, never. As long as Eddie Murphy, by the way. So I'm the Alec Baldwin of this podcast. Sorry, sorry. I don't know. He's a great, great American. Please don't don't shoot me. I'll try not not to shoot you. Thank you. I appreciate it. These two two issues are are linked in a way. They are. But but, But we can... 
break them at, at this point. We had a situation <laughs> last October. You, you brought it up, and so I got to run with it. Last October, down here, famously hot SC Pride, the parade right down here. Constitutionally, they have a right. It's for whatever. You do whatever you want. The problem we had was we got video of a, of a drag performer dancing with a child. Now, I would argue that, they, that this, the dancing was a bit much. Uh, many would argue, many argued that it wasn't, and it was actually the person's child, and this, that, and the other. The point we made on this show multiple times after that is we were getting pummeled. It was fun. Was that um, our point was this could be a father and a son or a father and a daughter, the father taking their child to a heterosexual strip club. It mm -hmm. doesn't change the fact that the child is being exposed to mm -hmm. a, an overtly sexual environment and a sexual situation. This, this bill in Tennessee, by the way, the judge that struck it down, uh, Trump appointee in 2017. Yes. Important to know. Um, only because you can't just look at who appoints them as, as the B.R. Right. Lindahl. This bill has nothing to do with drag performers. We're going to go ahead and frame it that way, though, because what, what I've been told is that those of us on the more conservative side of the aisle like to create straw men and like to promote culture wars. When in fact, it's like the finger pointing at you, three fingers pointing back the other right. way. This, we're saying the quiet part out loud on the left, I think, mm -hmm. is what's happening here. Because naturally, okay, if it's an overtly sexual environment, then naturally we're talking about drag shows. If, if government can't step in and protect children, whether that's in the womb or out of the womb, then is, is the government really for the people? Does, that make, does it make sense what I'm asking you? That no. if... That if if legislatures legislators in different states can't pass laws that protect children, this law sixty years ago, easy six years ago, six years oh, ago, yeah. five well, minutes ago. I've been playing Schoolhouse Rock over here for the last twenty minutes since mm -hmm. we started singing through the preamble of the Constitution. Mm -hmm. I think this fits well within domestic tranquility mm -hmm. and to I our know, posterity. Yeah, yeah, to ourselves and our posterity. We're preserving in the next generation. As this generation goes, so will the next, and even more. And that's the important thing for people to wrap their heads I'm around. I'm going to butcher it, but you know, I think LBJ, will, I'll assign or attribute this quote to him, but he's like, you give me today's children, I'll give you tomorrow's voters. That's right. Oh, yeah. and, and so what they're doing is, that's why you're seeing Disney litter all these culture-woke things and yeah, all, their, sure. all their shows, and, their, you know, and, and they have a right to do that, but people have a right to not buy Disney Plus or, or go to Disney World. Sure. But, but, they're, but they're doing that because they want to so subtly bake kids out of – the younger a child is, the more pliable and moldable they are. Mm -hmm. And so if you can get kids used to seeing a sexual – seeing the world through a sexual lens at an earlier age, it makes them more callous to it when they're older, and therefore they're more accepting of a, a left worldview. And look, if you're a parent who wants your child raised that way up to a point, obviously you got there, there are laws that prevent it, I'm not trying to tell people on the left you can't raise your kids the way you want, and I'm not telling people on the left you can't have drag shows and go to those things. What I'm saying is the General Assembly, the state legislature, has a right to govern the public square where kids are. Sure. And it, they can prohibit things like, I mean, these aren't nebulous terms. Nudity, sexual excitement, sexual conduct, excess violence or sadomastic abuse that appeals predominantly to the prurient, shameful, or morbid interest of minors. That but, is right out of the law. But this Tennessee law is not the first effort of its kind. 
I mean, for decades, I'm quoting now uh, this article. For decades, efforts to restrict gender expression have been pushed in public and private. You're just you're just trying to well it goes shame by, gender expression. It goes back to what we were talking about this morning with Tipper Gore and uh, Tipper Gore, who was not the most conservative of people, mm-hmm. right? However, in the mid '90s, and I know a lot of teenagers were really mad at her. But she was the one that got the sticker placed on all their CDs mm-hmm. for explicit lyrics. Mm-hmm. CD. I'm just kidding. Shut up. I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm kidding. It's a I'm big, kidding. Uh, it, it's a big I'm brown kidding. black thing that you I grew put up. On I grew up with he's cassettes. Got, he's got, got Similac on his breath. I grew he's up with very cassettes. Young. Uh, okay. Oh, uh, yeah. It's a 45. <laughs> that's what size CDs came in. Uh, laser, uh, laser disc. Laser disc. <laughs> there we go. Uh, she was she was Jeez. doing this from the left. No good at math, but 25, 30 years ago. Now, pitchforks and torches are out against conservatives saying, listen, y'all can't protect, wait, y'all can't protect children. And, and I wonder if in the back of their head they're saying, y'all can't protect children. This doesn't sound right. This right. doesn't sound right. It's like and, defund the police. Mm, <laughs> until, works, until, until they need. Works until you get carjacked. Yeah, yeah I saw that. that yeah. But yeah. anyway, but. Again, at the, at the heart of government, the one thing the government is responsible for is public safety. Yeah, and protecting those who who are most vulnerable in society right. is is a is a foundational concept. Whether it's a very young ch- young children or senior citizens or those who don't have the ability to have a voice, you know, we have a right, we have a duty rather to protect them. And so, the, as you know, that's why we have the Human Trafficking Task Force, Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force. That's why we're going out and educating seniors about fraud and scams. We're trying to get out in front of the problem and manage it. Uh, and we're trying to go after those who are feeding the problem. And so that, that these are things that drive me in the AG's office. I love it. I love it. Um, I'm, I'll share the last paragraph with you off camera. I'm not going to put you on the spot like that. Um, AG, Attorney General Alan Wilson, Joining us on the show, obviously now becoming the most frequent guest, we I expect to get a call from someone else uh, about needing to reclaim their spot. Although I, I've told you, you need to take time to make sure you reach out to them and taunt them a little bit. No, I'm going to get a, I'm going to stack it a little bit. I'm going to come okay. on a few more times mm. and then and then come in and yeah. start talking. Create a smack. gap. Create, create a, a, a gap. Good, get a good lead. Co- at least yeah. three or four carlings. Good right? call. Good call. <laughs> three or four carlings. Past week. There you go. Nice. Um, so these two efforts are obviously of, of utmost importance, and the way we are able to talk about these is because here at Palmetto Family we're trying to do these same things. I, I, I think this AI-generated imagery, uh, child sexual abuse material, if if it is not confronted and Congress doesn't do something about it, Congress has a lot of stuff they need to take care of. But if they don't do something about that, I believe it does nothing more than fuel the pipeline for human trafficking. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have an out-of-control – we already do – but even a more out-of-control situation when it comes to human trafficking, human trafficking specifically, child sexual human trafficking is where we can have a problem. And so we're working with different partners here in the state to try to bring awareness and bring attention to the problem that's taking place here in South Carolina and, of course, across the country. And then on top of that, these overtly sexual environments that children are being put into, which robs them of their innocence and and and. Children, again, I'm, I'm just going to state pretty bluntly, children should not be exposed to sexual conduct or material of any kind, uh, no matter what, because they're children and it, it has no place with them. And we understand this is a weighty topic. We don't go into this half-heartedly or whimsically at all. Uh, and you've, I think you've kind of gotten that tone from uh, what we've talked about today. We certainly want to be careful in the way we handle these issues. And I think... Uh, Attorney General, you've done an outstanding job 
mm-hmm. of that. Um, and, and once again, holding that line to make sure that our children in South Carolina and across the nation are protected. Of course, and we appreciate you joining us. Oh, th- thank you for having me. And again, as I tell the folks when I do media interviews on the radio or TV or even podcasts, you guys are a part of the team too because you're promoting these issues, p- making people aware of them. You know, people don't know about it. They don't know how to guard against it or advocate for it. And so thank you for your role. Of course, of course. And obviously we'll have him on plenty more times. I guess I guess we now need to get the robe with the number on it like they do on SNL. Do I get like a lapel pin or uh, something? You, sure, we got plenty of those. and give you one. No, I but I want, I want the number on it. The oh, number. the number oh, with a lapel like pin? A we'll, like a laurel we'll, or something we'll, we'll with work the on. We'll work on that. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna do that at all. He was supposed to bring. He was supposed to bring us a a, a decoration for the table, and obviously he came empty-handed. No and one so told me fine. to bring a decoration. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, I can. We'll pull the tape. We'll pull the tape. It was brought up last time. We'll pull the tape. That's all the time we have on this Friday edition of the show. Again, if you want to learn more about what we do, you can go to palmettofamily.org. Scroll down to the bottom. You can be a part of our email newsletter there. You can download the Palmetto Family Council app. Connect with your state rep, your state senator, get in touch with them, let them know that you actually exist and here's the things you would like to see them do. You can also uh, like and share this video on Facebook, on YouTube. Make sure to hit that little bell, subscribe so you're alerted every time there's a new show up. If you're listening on podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get those, make sure to uh, like, subscribe, follow, five-star rating and review. Those help. Those are great because you are the ones that make us the fastest growing and strongest conservative talk show in the state of South Carolina. By the way, I never did this, but we were recording this. I'm sorry. I was waiting. News is breaking all the time. We sprain it here. It is 10.32 a.m. on Friday, September the 8th in the year of our Lord, 2023. Dang. And for Mitch Prosser and Attorney General Alan Wilson, I'm Justin Hall. Have a great weekend. Hope things work out better for you in the Palmetto State than they did last week. Go Tigers. Stop it. We'll see you Monday right here on the show. Why would you do that?